Good morning, good morning. Welcome to Tea and Testimony, where we pouring up instant insight and perspective, not negativity that is infectious. Oh my God, I have not been with y'all in over two months. It's been probably two months and a couple weeks at this point. Yeah, so I'm going to just keep it real with y'all. Your girl had a whole moment. A whole moment. Um, this pandemic stuff, coronavirus situation, it's affected people in a lot of different ways. Um, for me personally, um, I was very fortunate enough to be able to keep my job. Um, but um, just because I was able to keep my job, does not mean that I was okay. And I find a lot of my colleagues that I work with are in the same um, emotional, mental state where we have our jobs and we're grateful to still be able to pay bills. But the type of job that we have, um, combine that with working from home and, and just being stuck in the house. And it's, 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 a, it's a bad combination. So everybody who know me, y'all know I work for a bank um, on the call center side. I'm not actually the person you go in and do all your business with in person. I'm the person you call and you get fresh with over the line because you think that you could do that. So, (laughs) So for us, the level of customer service is a little bit more interesting, to say the least. Um... You know, when people are not dealing with you face to face, they feel a lot more bold to say whatever they want to say. And so, you know, that's where my job comes in. I have to maintain professionalism no matter what you say. (laughs) And can I say, like, honestly, that's not always an easy thing to do. It's really not. Um, And then not only that, you know, we're all human. So we are subject to errors and flaws and all that good stuff. But before we dive too deep off into this thing, I definitely want to start off with prayer. Um, So everybody close your eyes and bow your head with me. Heavenly Father, we thank you for allowing us to meet again. We thank you for sustaining life for us. For those of us who have lost jobs, we thank you for keeping food on the table and a roof over our head. For those of us who have not lost our jobs, we thank you for keeping us intact, for keeping us strong, for allowing us to be able to still push through and show up. God, we thank you for everything that you are doing. We know that there is a shift going on in the atmosphere. We ask that you allow us to get in line, Lord God. I ask that you touch those who have not been subjected to your light and those who have. Lord, I ask that you keep us on point. We thank you for everything that you are doing, and we love you for all that you are going to do and more. In your son Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Y'all as well, like... What have y'all been doing? What have y'all been, you know, going through? How y'all been trying to keep from going crazy? You know, what's going on? I'm trying to figure it out. What's going on? How y'all been? Um, I'm also, also, um, excited because 
this is my birthday month and I always do like these big grand celebrations I'm still not sure what I'm doing this year um we might have us a little uh hotel party or something <laughs> my sister says she's checking temperatures at the door <laughs> So we're still trying to figure that out. I'm excited about that to figure out what we're going to do with that. But for right now, I could tell y'all something new that I have done in these last couple months. I have started therapy again. Ah, oh, it's bittersweet. It's bittersweet. Um, because for those of you who don't know, um, when I was a young child, I think I did a video about this um, a few months ago on YouTube, on my, the Tea and Testimony uh, YouTube page. Um, but if y'all don't go there, I'm going to tell y'all now. When I was a kid, my mom's, I believe it was her second husband, um, he basically molested and raped me. And as a result of that, I ended up going through a lot of therapy, really young. I don't think I was receptive to the therapy, to be really honest with y'all and myself. Um, Just because the situation, you know, as an adolescent who's never even had the sex talk, and then you get raped, and then you thrown into therapy to talk about nothing but sex, it was a lot. I really was not on it. And now that I am older, looking back, I'm able to see the air in some of the therapy that I had. Um, so there were certain, I, I went from the ages of 12 to 17, I went through five different therapists. And anyone who's ever taken therapy, y'all know that's a lot. That's a whole hell of a lot for anybody to go through, especially a child. And so, by the time I got to 17, I was tapped out. I was done. I was over it. I figured, you know, life was going to be what it was and I just needed to adjust. Um, so let me rewind a little bit. As a part of me starting that therapy, I also officially was diagnosed when I was 12 with dissociation. Now, dissociation is a lot of different things for a lot of different people. It's, you know, it's not just one thing for me specifically. Um, it's for everybody. It's usually triggered through traumatic, um, events or a situation that's too traumatic, but basically, um, I don't have that fight or flight response. I I just kind of drift off into my own little la la land when tough situations come up or I I just easily detach. I can mentally and emotionally detach from situations or reality. And so I feel like when I went through therapy as a child, they didn't really teach me how to not detach. If anything, they taught me how to detach even more. And my whole reasoning in as an adult and going back to therapy is because it's at a point now where it's scary and I'm real enough with myself 
to say that out loud and admit that because for me, this whole getting healthy thing is not just a display for people to look at and be like, oh, look at what she's doing. No, this is me showing other people it's okay to be real raw with yourself. It's okay to be real raw with others. It's okay to put yourself first. It's okay to find healing, to find closure. And it's okay if no, don't nobody else give it for you. It's okay if you go out and you get this stuff for yourself because you know what you need to be at the best version of you, you know? So me going through all this, me creating the tea and testimony, all of that is to show other people it is okay. You can go get your healing and it does not matter what it looks like. It's going to be different for you than it is for me, than it is for the next one, than it is for your cousin, than your mom and your sister, whoever the case is. It's going to be different for everybody because no one person was ever created the same. Not even if you have a twin, you and your twin might share the same face, but y'all have different personalities. So the whole reasoning behind all of this is just to show you all it is okay and and currently how we are as a society as a culture we are not okay we are not okay and we have normalized some pretty horrific stuff at this point you know so this is me helping myself and helping my community take back us You know, take back us. We can't really do nothing about what's already lost and gone, but we can do something about us. The pieces of us that have been lost and stolen and broken. We can put us back together again. And through therapy, medication, definitely using God first and foremost, those tools work all together to create a better you, honestly. And I'm going to be real. It it takes you looking at yourself in different ways. It takes you being honest with yourself about decisions that you've made that contributed to where you are in life. Getting to the best version of yourself, I think a lot of people have this misconception that being the best version of yourself is just this journey that you can choose to take And then once you're on it, you know, you can kind of customize everything while you're there. Sometimes you don't choose to be the better version of yourself. Your situations and circumstances choose it for you. So for me, I didn't want to be the best version of myself. And I'm being totally real. Before I had my daughter, I never wanted children. I was only concerned about myself. And as long as I was good, had a roof over my head, clothes on my back, money in my pocket, mm, I didn't care much about anything else. And that was being real, all the way real. It wasn't until I became a mother and had to be responsible for another human being in its totality that I began to see the air in my own ways, in my own thought processes. And, you know, for different people, it's going to be a different catalyst. My catalyst was my child. For for a lot of people, their catalyst is their child. For other people, it could be, you know, um, finding out something 
unique about your health or something detrimental about your health. It could be, you know, figuring out that someone else that you love only has a certain amount of time. Whatever triggers you to want to be better, it really doesn't matter what the trigger is. What matters is that you accept the trigger or the call and you actually pursue it. So when I decided I'm going to become the best version of myself, I can tell y'all now what I what I said when I first started all this stuff was nothing, nothing of what I could imagine it is now. And the levels of strongholds that have been broken off of my mannerisms, off of my mentalities, like you, I understand so much more about life. And I wasn't even trying to. I was just trying to become a better version of me. But in that, it allows you to start seeing a lot of other things from different perspectives and allows you to be open in in different settings. And I think as humans, that's what we need in this day and age with so much like high tension between races and you know what I'm saying? Social statuses and stuff like that. We really need to to figure out how to come together, how to strip all of the, the BS down to the ground and just really be us to its core. The thing about it is we can go through life as if we don't need anybody. But because we are human, we were never designed to be alone. And I think a lot of the issues in our society right now is because a lot of people feel ostracized and they feel alone. And there is nothing worse than you feeling like you've got to fight all by yourself against something. What an overwhelming feeling that is. So... For me personally, I want to definitely present whatever other options can be presented to help people figure stuff out. You know, I don't have it all figured out for myself, clearly. (laughs) Uh, No one has it all figured out. No one. And the thing is, we have all got to start being less independent and more dependent on one another. Um, and, and it sounds crazy, right? It sounds real crazy. Because right now, the way things are, there's no trust between people. There's no communication, no real communication between people. And everything just seems like a free-for-all. But at some point, somebody has got to start somewhere and restoring the order, you know? I'm not necessarily saying I'm trying to be responsible for being the start of that, but hey, let's start somewhere. If we communicate more, we could trust each other more. If we could trust each other more, we could do a lot more stuff together. Community building. But we can't even think about the community until we first start to fix our own homes. And um, one thing that has been real evident to me aside from the fact that individually people need their own level of help. 
culturally, we as black people, oh Jesus, we we gotta love on one another. We are we are some of the most loving people, most natural nurturing people. And we give these attributes to everyone but us. We will love on and cherish and care for and appreciate everybody else except for us. I feel like black people, we are that single mom that has taken care of everybody else but self. That's who we are as a culture here. We have birthed many nations we have shown people the way how to live life all this good stuff but we have not turned that same level of care back on to us and I feel like we as a culture definitely need to start working somewhere start somewhere you know anywhere um, my interest is always in, you know, black businesses, supporting black businesses and stuff like that. And I had a conversation earlier this week with a friend of mine that was saying, you know, it's kind of hard to get people to support black businesses. And we were kind of, you know, diving into that conversation and figuring out why. And we concluded that a lot of black businesses lack professionalism and customer service. So my thing is this, to all my black entrepreneurs, I need y'all to do me a favor and prove that stigma to be wrong. I know that we have professionalism. I know that we have customer service skills. Hell, we out here doing it for other people's corporations with our eyes closed and our hands tied. So I need us to come to our culture with that same level of tightness, that same level of care, same level of professionalism and customer service. We have got to do what we have got to do. And then on the flip side of this, I also want to shine light on our black celebrities. I was doing some research with my sister not too long ago, and it costs roughly around $200,000 to own your own grocery store. We have all these black millionaires with these huge platforms that's always talking about this for the community and that for the community. I get that we have uh, or want for um, the people, the the white people that don't like black people to like black people or whatever the case is. My question is this, why are we wasting time trying to conform anyone's opinion? Whether it's good, bad, or indifferent, people are going to have their opinions at the end of the day. What I don't see, though, and y'all could definitely write me, call me, leave a message, let me know what's going on. Um, Definitely, because I definitely want y'all to respond, especially if there's some air in what I'm saying. 
But to my knowledge, they're not stopping us from building businesses. They're not stopping us from creating jobs. They're not stopping us from doing what we want to do ultimately. Now, there may be some stipulations. You may have to go through some extra hoops. I'm not denying that we got to work harder in this country. I'm not denying that at all. I know we do. But what I'm saying is even with the working harder, you still can get what you want. So my thing is this. Why have we not seen an all-black grocery store? And I know there's one, I believe, I'm going to have to look it up. I think it's in California, but I, I've seen um, it's a woman that owns it, a black, a all black grocery store. But why do we not have more of those? You know what I'm saying? Why do we not? And, and honestly, I know some of y'all are saying, well, why you don't do it? That's where I'm working towards. I don't have the funding to do that as of right now, but that's where I'm working towards. This is what tea and testimony is my gateway for. I'm building my own business so that once once my business gets to where it needs to be, and you know what I'm saying, uh, anybody goes into business to secure their family and their future. So once I can do that for myself, my next goal is to turn right around and extend that same courtesy to my community because I don't want to just be wealthy uh, within me and my own family, I want that to transpire over multiple black communities. You know, I I want multiple people of color to be able to experience that. And I'm not saying that, you know, other cultures can't experience that. You know, y'all sensitive. Y'all like to take what people talking about and misconstrue it. So I ain't saying that other people can't have what I'm talking about. I'm saying that we as black people have never had it like that and I want to see us have it like that we built this whole damn country y'all why can't we build our own community I know what they did in Tulsa I know about Black Wall Street but today is a new and different age I don't think they could do that twice correct me if I'm wrong but the, the these level of black people in 2020, I don't think another Tulsa is going to be able to break out. You understand me? So, you know, at this point, instead of fighting the fight of acceptance, how about we just go ahead and do what we want and then ask for forgiveness later? <laughs> That's where I'm at with it because it seems like we as black people we're asking permission to do what we want to do and to live how we want to live instead of taking control of what it is we have so much power and we don't even know it and i feel like a part of that is because we don't we don't dive into our history we don't dive into where we come from we don't uh, combat the whitewashed system or education. We just accept it and we go with it and we go off of it. And then too, I feel another thing is nowadays we don't have people like how we had grandmamas back in the day. These new age grandmamas ain't your average grandmamas no more. They still dropping it hot too. So, you know, you, you don't have the, the firm sense of, uh, 
family and tradition instilled like how we used to back in the day. And, you know, we could definitely take bits of the old and combine it with the new to create something better. But I think we just at least need to get to that point where we're trying to do that. I don't feel like it's being done right now. You know, I want to be able to have my daughter live in a world where these issues that we have now, they're not as prevalent, you know. And then another thing I want us to do as black people, I want us to break out the the colorism within our own culture. This light skin versus dark skin stuff, y'all almost had me cuss. That got to stop. That has got to stop. Like, we are all beautiful no matter what light hue, dark hue. And the acceptance of darker skinned people has got to be raised up. I don't care how dark you are. You are still beautiful. And and no shade of lightness or whiteness is going to add or contribute to you being any more beautiful. Period. When you've got people out here bleaching their skin to feel acceptance, that is the worst form of self-hate ever. When you got people out here changing their whole genders, that is, and, and y'all gonna kill me down, say whatever you want. But my thing is this, the God I serve makes absolutely no mistakes. And if you want to change your skin color, if you want to change your gender, if you want to change whatever it is, you are saying to God that he made a mistake with you. How about this? How about this thought? Somebody mishandled you along the way. And maybe it's too hard to talk about. Maybe it's too much to deal with. But can can I tell you this? The God that made you is the same God that loves you. The same God that won't leave you, won't forget you. But you got to understand his position. He is the ultimate parent. So the things that you think you need for yourself, you may not even really need. But you have got to develop a relationship with God to find out who you really are, who he designed you to be. We have got to learn to love ourselves. We have got to learn to love ourselves. The lack of love that we see in the world is because no one is loving themselves. If you don't love yourself first, you can't possibly or properly love anyone or anything else. Period. So if if y'all are seeing the same lack I see, and I know y'all do, it's evident all around us. Turn on the TV, walk outside in your community. There's a lack of humanity. There's a lack of love. It's everybody for themselves. Survival of the fittest. That's not how God designed man to be. We were designed to work together to take care of this earth, to repopulate, to build, to love. And we are seeing everything but that. So the purpose of this podcast today was just to check in with y'all, let y'all know I ain't went nowhere. I just been having a rough time. Keep me in y'all prayers. I'm going to definitely keep y'all uplifted. I um, definitely want you all to do what's necessary to make sure you are okay. 
I don't care if you didn't lose your job, if you did lose your job, whatever the case is. Do what you need to do to make sure you are okay. And if you try to justify it with but this and but that, let me tell you this. Whatever else you looking to take care of before yourself, how is it going to get taken care of if you gone? If you can't answer that question, then take care of you first. Seriously, take care of you first. Nothing that you are responsible for is going to get proper care if you are not healthy enough to care for it. So definitely keep that in mind. When it comes to your mental strength, know that you are stronger than you think. God will never give you more than you can honestly bear. And if you feel like you're drowning, lay some things down at his feet. Ask God to allow your adversary, the Holy Spirit, to come and assist you with your day. And all these things to people who don't have a relationship, it may seem silly or it may sound stupid. But honestly, to know God is to know peace. And if you've never had a true peace of mind, I encourage you all today, open up a Bible, download the Bible app, whatever you need to do, get into the different versions of the Bible. Not everybody can understand King James, which is understandable. Sometimes you got to dive a little deeper. Switch it up. Maybe you need the Amplified. Maybe you need the New Living Translation. Maybe you need the easy to read version. Don't don't feel bad about needing a modification just to understand. What you should be ashamed of is not ever trying to understand at all. I'm telling you, if you want a peace of mind, I got a guy who got it. His name is Jesus. <laughs> you really just need to tap into it and get into it and really be serious about your healing. Because this is another thing. And, and, and some of us that are already Christians, we do this as well. But we have get, we get into the habit of feeling or thinking or assuming that God is this magician. He is everything but. He is magnificent. He is holy. He is righteous. He is not a magician. So... If you are looking to find a relationship to God because you think you're going to magically fix some things in your life, know that you're going to come up short and disappointed. Definitely. Definitely. But if you are looking to seek the truth, regardless of your own feelings, regardless of what's going on, because you know that there has got to be a better way of life, that you are hungry for a peace of mind so bad that you are willing to do whatever for it. Listen. Try God. And if you don't have a relationship, if you've never thought about a relationship with him, just try it. Just try it. Because I'm going to tell you this. I've tried everything. I've tried um, drinking my problems away. I still struggle with smoking weed. Honestly, if I'm going to be all the way 100% real with y'all, sex, I've tried to get rid of my issues. I've tried just sporadically leaving, going on trips, going out of town, running away from my problems. Nothing works. Nothing works until you are ready to really talk to God. Nothing else works. 
So today's podcast, you know, keeping it a little short, a little cute. But I want y'all to definitely vibe with me, reach out to me. I'm about to give y'all this number because I want y'all to utilize it. So comments, questions, um, topic ideas. If you want to comment on anything that I've said in this podcast or any of the other podcasts, call me. I don't answer immediately because it's meant for you to just leave a message and then we get back to you. So just call and converse with me. Let me know how y'all feeling about anything I said. Let me know if there's anything I said that was wrong. Whatever the case is, I just want y'all to communicate with me. So in order to reach TN Testimony for anything doing with the podcast, you're going to reach us at area code 513-549-0874. Again, that is 513-549-0874. This is the phone number for you all to call and leave messages, leave um, content ideas, just to communicate with me, ask questions, request prayer. You can definitely do that. I have TN Testimony has a Facebook page where you can request a prayer session. Um, and basically, it's a no judgment zone. Highest confidentiality is always intact. And basically, you just call in if you need or are requesting prayer. You know, you lay out what it is that your worries are. We find some scripture for it. And then we read and take it all to God for you. We touch and agree and we leave it there. So whatever y'all are looking to do, whether it's communicate, request prayer, whatever the case is, call that number. Let's get started. Let's figure something out. Also, if you are a black business owner, call that number, leave your business info or find my TN testimony page on Facebook and leave your info. Um, We also I'm trying to think the website is still in the works because honestly, it's a whole lot going on with that. Yeah, I don't want to reveal too much right now, but get into it. Hit me up. Listen, talk to me. I'm trying to customize this for y'all. This is my personal journey on healing and becoming better, but it's also y'all's journey on finding that way, figuring it out. I'm here to help y'all. I'm helping myself, but I'm helping y'all in the process. So, you know, whatever it is, know that I don't judge you because who am I? I am not God and that is not my job. So, I don't judge anybody, whoever you are, whatever you do, it is what it is. Know that you are not too far gone for God to still reach out and grab you and save you from whatever. And, you know, during this time that we're still um, dealing with the pandemic and being quarantined on and off, know that God is your peace. Whatever you are looking for, whatever you need, God has got it for you. The only stipulation God comes with is being obedient to his will, doing what he needs you to do. And ultimately, it's being a good, better person. He don't want much. God is a very simple God. He wants you to want him and to just abide by his rules, period. So I love y'all. I appreciate y'all for listening. Um, Any questions, comments, or concerns, y'all got the number. 
hit me up. I look forward to hearing from y'all. Other than that, um, I'm going to get back into it. I've been working out this week. I'm going to talk to y'all about some of these triggers I've been going through and some of these therapy sessions that I've had over the last couple of months and just really tune y'all into what's going on. Um, Watch out to the TN Testimony YouTube page because I will be posting a lot of content on there coming up. Um, I want y'all to see more of me. So I'm going to be doing a podcast, but I want y'all to see see more of me so until I can tie down how to get the podcast um, working with some visuals I am also going to be doing some YouTube videos for y'all just letting y'all into what's going on what's happening and you know just being a, a, um, a, a center of support for for everyone so again I love y'all we gonna end this out in prayer Heavenly Father, we thank you for allowing us to meet here again today. We thank you for allowing us to work through whatever issues are being presented in our lives at this time. We ask that you be that light and that peace for us. Show us a peace beyond all understanding, God. We know that your ways are not our ways. Your timing is not our timing. And with that said, we know that you know better for us than we could ever know for our own selves. We thank you. We praise you. And we uplift your holiness name in Jesus name we pray amen all right y'all it's been real I love y'all keep tuning in and I will see y'all again next week